I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. Today we are episode number 69. And I'm your host, Jeremy Demerchant. And today I want to talk about asking the tough questions. So it's really interesting because often we find ourselves in spots where we're uncomfortable. And you may or may not know my company, Permission to Sell, the tagline has been for the last six years, get uncomfortable, get results. And that sounds really cool. Well, actually, I've had people tell me it sounds really horrible um, and they don't want to work with me because they don't want to get uncomfortable. And that's cool. But when we find ourselves in places where we're uncomfortable, I want to challenge you a little bit to reflect on why that is. And if we, ha- if we talk about this specifically in reference to sales conversations, we often find ourselves in places where we might need to challenge somebody, a prospect, a, um, uh, I hate to call people leads, but a lead, you know, whatever. I mean, you're having a conversation and you need to help them see what they can't see. And if you've been in sales for a while, uh, you understand that often you'll get to a point where you can see as clear as day the challenge somebody is facing. And you can see, equally as clear as day, the solution. And if you happen to believe in the solution you're offering and that happens to be what can solve the problem, bam, it's easy for you. You see it. But sometimes, in fact, a lot of the time, people aren't clear. People don't see what's right in front of them. You've heard the phrase, you don't see the forest for the trees. And this is something that happens a lot. We get on the call with somebody and we build rapport. We've got this great relationship. They think we're awesome. We think they're awesome too. But then there's this point where we see that there's this challenge that they're facing and we have the power to fix it. But there's this point where they don't see the challenge. And if they don't see the challenge, there's no challenge for us to fix, right? It has to be real to them. Now I've talked to probably thousands of salespeople over my career and some people are very resistant to what they might describe as pushing or challenging somebody. And, you know, you don't want to be seen as salesy, right? And so I want to stop there and talk about what it means to be salesy. Now, a lot of people have, or everybody has a different definition for what it means to be salesy. And your definition depends on how you look at sales, right? If you were someone, uh, let's just say when you were a kid, and the, I'll say the encyclopedia salesman came to the door and your mom or dad answered the door and the encyclopedia salesman jammed his foot in the door. So your, your mom or dad couldn't close it just so he had a chance to make that pitch. But whether your mom or dad bought or not, it doesn't matter. It was a negative experience with sales. And there's a good chance that you've got it in the back of your mind that you don't want to be like that encyclopedia salesman. And I get it. I really, really do. But the challenge is, if that little story that we're telling ourselves from back when we were five or six years old 
is standing in the way of us helping the person in front of us. We need to do something about it. So when you come up to the hard questions, and maybe the hard questions is, you know, Mr. Smith, on a scale from one to 10, how satisfied are you with how things are right now? Or it's, Mr. Smith, how long have you been putting up with this? Or Mr. Smith, how long do you intend to continue to put up with this? Now, you might think that this is being pushy, over-challenging, and, and I get it. But there is this moment. And uh, my friend Jim Padilla talks about sales as leadership, and he is exactly right. When you're in a sales conversation, you need to lead that call. And I want you to think of being in sales, whether your title is sales representative or account manager or whatever, or maybe you're uh, a sales manager, maybe you're a sales director, maybe your title is just CEO or business owner and you're running your own show. But when you get to that point, when you're face to face with somebody, you struggle when it comes time to show them something that they can't see. And that thought that stops you, that story that you're telling yourself that stops you, this is what we need to look at. Because that story, okay, that fear of being salesy, that has nothing to do with the customer, the prospect. Nothing. It is all based on what's going on between your ears. And this is the number one challenge that salespeople have. The story you're telling yourself is holding you back. You're telling yourself a red light story, not a green light story. And so if you're telling yourself, this person's going to hate me if I push them, well, then you're not going to push them because like most people, you kind of like people to like you. And I get it. But I want to challenge your thinking. I want to challenge you to look at it another way. I challenge you to look at it from the perspective of the client and put yourself in their shoes or the prospect. Think of it as you're standing in a dark room and you don't see any light anywhere. The lights are out, the door's closed, there's no light outside shining. You're just, you've no idea. And you're nervous, you're scared, you don't know what's eight feet in front of you or behind you or around you. And then suddenly, someone comes up to the building that you're in and yells, Hey, Jeremy, follow my voice. Let me show you a way out. But by this time, you've been in this darkness for so long, you're nervous. If you go in the wrong direction, you don't want to trip over something, or there might be something sharp, it could be dangerous, and you, and you don't want to move. And if that person outside who can see an exit because they're outside stops after saying, hey, come follow my voice. And I say, no, I, you know what? I'm good here. And I'm stuck forever. But if that person outside continually pleads with me to follow their voice, continuously tries to guide me out of this darkness to the solution that I'm looking for to solve that problem, I'm going to be grateful because what happens is we get comfortable where we sit for too long, right? It's, it might not be ideal, but it's at least comfortable. 
right? We hear the term all the time. Um, it's the devil we know versus the devil we don't. At least we know what it feels like to be at this level of dissatisfied with our life or this level, level of discomfort or whatever it may be. And sometimes it takes somebody to come along and give you that extra push. It's like if you're familiar with the movie The Dark Knight, okay, Batman was told that he may not be the hero that the city wants, but he can be the hero the city needs. And if your role is in sales, whether it's your title or not, when you are face-to-face -face or voice-to-voice -voice or video-to-video -video with a prospect, with someone who you can help, your job in that conversation is not to make them like you. They can like you. There's nothing wrong with it. But that's not the goal. The goal is to be the sales professional the person needs, not the sales professional the person wants. If you can truly solve a problem, you need to show them. You need to show them what it's like if you don't solve that problem, if they don't solve that problem. Because here's what's going to happen. If you walk away without making that sale, without providing your solution, and the solution that you have, and here's the caveat, the solution you have truly will solve their problem. If you walk away without making that sale, without solving that problem, one of two things will happen. One, they drift off and they stay in this state that they have always been in, in dissatisfaction. And the problem that you could have solved never gets solved. And because of it, their life, their business, their family, something never experiences the potential of satisfaction, of happiness, of abundance that it could. Or two, someone with a subpar product, but better marketing or better sales skills, or someone that's not afraid to ask those tough questions, will come along behind you and sell them something that's not going to solve the problem as well as you could have, but still sort of solves the problem, probably isn't going to give them the level of service that you would have given them. And overall could create a negative impact in their life, depending on how well the product does or doesn't solve the problem. So when you are face-to-face, voice-to-voice, video-to-video, with any one of your prospects, your job is not to be the salesperson, the sales professional that somebody wants. To be the sales professional that somebody needs. I was once interviewed for an article about sales, and I described sales as, or being good at sales, as like having a superpower. But with great power comes res great responsibility. If you're face to face, voice to voice, video to video, with someone who you can help, your responsibility is to do everything in your power to do that, to help them. And if you do that, you will be a top salesperson, top sales professional. If you're running your own business and you take that approach, you will see success. But you need to be able to ask the tough questions. And when I say do everything you can, I don't mean drop your price. I don't mean make concessions. I mean be convicted in your belief that the problem or that your solution will solve the problem and be convicted that this person 
needs to accept the help. Don't give up on them while they're struggling. If you walk away after your first attempt, that's what you're doing. You're giving up on them. You're not being the sales professional they need. And you're not respecting that level of responsibility that comes with the skill you have. So that's it for today. Remember, ask the tough questions. Be the sales professional your prospect needs. And treat the power that you have, the power of influence, with respect. And make sure it's used for good to help people change their life and business and family and everything else for the better. If you want to have a conversation with me, you can book time on my calendar at salesteamrescue.com. You'll also see this replay and previous episodes at salesteamrescue.com. And to catch our live, well, live recording uh, podcast, which is now live on Apple Podcasts, on TuneIn, on Spotify, all over everything. You can get those links also at salesteamrescue.com. We will see you next week, folks. Remember, get uncomfortable, get results. We'll see you here at Headspace TV, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Cheers. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.